KPBS On Demand is supported by MaraCal Design and Remodeling, helping homeowners with their home remodeling needs. From ADUs to custom kitchen remodels and room additions, MaraCal Design and Remodeling designs and builds your dream home. Learn more at trustyourhometous.com. Good morning. I'm Eric Anderson in for Debbie Cruz. It's Wednesday, February 7th. San Diegans affected by storm damage are getting help with temporary housing. More on that next, but first, let's do the headlines. Rescue crews recovered a floating body in the water near the Tijuana River yesterday. The victim pronounced dead at the scene. The county medical examiner's office is looking into the victim's cause of death to see if it was storm-related. Later in the day, Lifeguard team members rescued two people who were stuck on the banks near the San Diego River during the heavy rain. Lifeguards got to the victims using a rescue boat. Firefighters performed medical evaluations. Both were okay. The atmospheric river has moved away from the region, but the impact of the rain could linger for a while. City of San Diego Transportation Director Bethany Bezak says people should keep an eye on trees around their properties. When the ground is saturated like it is today after all of the rain that we've had over the past several weeks, um, rain always brings more potential for downed trees. So it's very important that residents stay vigilant and watch for those issues. If you see any flooding or a downed tree, please call our Public Works Dispatch number 619-527-7500. The National Weather Service says the rain will stay with us through Friday. The County Board of Supervisors voted yesterday to develop a long-term plan for migrant transfer sites and shelters. The plan will be funded by federal and state money. In recent months, thousands of people have entered the county from other countries before departing to be with families or friends elsewhere. The county's interim chief administrative officer will work with the local organizations and the federal government's shelter and services program on the plan. It will be presented to the Board of Supervisors in a month. From KPBS, you're listening to San Diego News Now. Stay with me for more of the local news you need. KPBS On Demand is supported by UC San Diego, offering the online Master of Data Science program, shaping the next generation of data-driven problem solvers. Learn more about the online Master of Data Science program from UC San Diego at omds.ucsd.edu. The San Diego Foundation is helping people displaced late last month by flooding, with $800,000 raised from private donors and philanthropic organizations. Reporter Melissa May says it's paying for temporary housing. The San Diego Housing Commission is using some of that money to get displaced families into hotel rooms, including Jackie Jo Lopez and one of her pops, Paquito. Flooding on January 22nd damaged Lopez's home and flower business. Lopez has been staying at the Extended Stay America in Mission Valley for the last five days. Under the program, her room will be paid for 28 days. She is taking it day by day. I was kind of depressed, but I got my spirits high and and I said, you know what, I'm going to make it happen. I'm 12 days from Valentine's Day. Somehow this is going to work. And I'm back like 1980s doing paperwork manually because I don't have a computer to run my business because they all got water damage. If you have been affected by the flooding or the recent rain, the Housing Commission is offering housing assistance at the Local Assistance Center and the Mountain View Community Recreation Center and the Jackie Robinson YMCA. Melissa May, KPBS News. 
The flood damage across San Diego County is also amplifying the already growing crisis of unhoused students trying to survive while attending school at the same time. Education reporter M.G. Perez has more on a project offering rest and relief for those who need it most. Gotcha. No, I'm Sergio Belmonte loves to play with his young sons, Michael, who's six, and four-year-old Jordan. They'll tell me, oh, let's play tag. You want to play tag no more? Sure, let's go play. I'm not it. This game of tag is on the playground of the San Diego Rescue Mission, which has also been home for the single father and his children since just before Christmas. I've seen a drastic improvement on my boys. They're, more, they're a lot more happier. They found friends over here that they can play with, and especially at school. Their school is nearby Washington Elementary, where Sergio learned about Project REST, a program provided through the San Diego County Office of Education, funded with federal pandemic money that will end in September. In the past two years, it has provided rest and relief to 1,400 families, offering temporary stays at a Motel 6 under a contract with the county. It was just enough to buy Sergio and his son's time to get into the San Diego rescue mission. What we really do is we focus on relationship and having a support network. Paul Armstrong is vice president of programs at the mission. We know that homelessness is complex, and so what we really want to do is be able to come alongside people, learn what happened, find out what those issues of the heart are so that we can help address them. Right now, there are 8,000 children in the district identified as experiencing housing insecurity. Christy Drake is a resource teacher for the Office of Children and Youth in Transition, fighting for funding. The biggest thing that we need is advocacy for this funding to continue, for people to understand that homeless education is very different from the politics of homelessness. Our focus and my focus is children, and children don't make these decisions. So we focus solely on making sure our children are cared for, are stabilized, have safe places to be. The County Office of Education is working with all 42 local school districts and every Motel 6, from near the Mexican border up to Oceanside. The Chula Vista location has provided housing for many families with children in the Chula Vista Elementary School District, which has a caseload of 600 students who are unhoused. It's a really confusing process, a lot of public assistance programs, and so we want to make a helpful hand at the school district. Julia Sutton is a member of the district's team of social workers meeting families where they are. They want their children to, you know, be successful academically. That is very important to them, but we know that basic needs make that really hard sometimes, and so we just want to partner with families for what they need, and we just want to support them in getting to what they need. <laughs> As Jordan Belmonte and his older brother Michael play in the sandbox at the San Diego Rescue Mission, they are happy and hopeful about their future. What do you want to be when you grow up? Um, a firefighter or a police officer. Why? Because I want to do good deeds and, and help people. Their dad, Sergio, is hopeful too. I've been more relaxed and more at ease and a little bit more happier because I don't have to worry about where the, my kids are going to be sleeping. I'm the type of person that to tell them and say, you know what, don't let nobody discourage you. Don't let it, nothing stop, stop you. And the only person that could stop you is yourself. <laughs> a dad and his sons, the perfect tag team, 
for success. MG Perez, KPBS News. In the coming weeks, we'll be bringing you information on some of the local races on the March 5th primary ballot. One of the races will decide who will replace Monica Montgomery Stepp as the District 4 City Council member in San Diego. Reporter Katie Heisen spoke with the candidates. The three candidates are Montgomery Steps Chief of Staff Henry Foster III, mayoral aide Chida Warren Darby, and State Senate Assistant Tylisa Seussberry. All are longtime district residents with local government careers and say the district's most pressing issue is economic development. But they advocate for different approaches. Warren Darby stresses empowering residents to participate in city council. If we can communicate better with constituents, they'd be better informed and they'd better inform us about what they need. Foster says the city has a role as an employer. The city at one point in time was the employer of choice for our region. We need to get back to that. Seussberry emphasizes supporting small businesses. Small businesses used to be the fabric of our community. They were thriving along this corridor and now they're vacant. The winner would likely be the deciding vote in the council presidency re-election of Sean Elo Rivera. Foster voices support for Elo Rivera. Warren Darby says she needs to see change. Seussberry is undecided. Candidates need more than half the votes to avoid a runoff. A runoff would cost the city hundreds of thousands of dollars, and the district would go more than half a year without representation. Katie Heisen, KPBS News. A new exhibit now open in the North County immerses visitors in Impressionist art. Reporter Alexander Wynn says the exhibition goes beyond the artist's works. Imagine being able to enter one of Claude Monet's paintings and experience each brush stroke and the way the French Impressionist plays with light. That's what Beyond Monet at the Del Mar Fairgrounds is about. Fanny Curta is the exhibit's art historian and consultant. She says in addition to setting foot into the paintings, there is original music that gets you into the artist's world. So it's really something that's actually quite hard to describe because you have to be in the space to feel it, to feel everything sway around you, move around you. The music supports everything. It's all-encompassing, and it's truly a dreamlike experience. Kurta says it's also a good introduction to the art for those unfamiliar. This is the West Coast premiere of Beyond Monet. And it's not the first time Paquin Entertainment, the producers of Beyond Monet, brought an immersive art experience to the public. In 2020, the group used what it says is cutting-edge projection technology to bring Beyond Van Gogh to life as another way for people to experience art. Alexander Nguyen, KPBS News. That's it for the podcast today. As always, you can find more San Diego news online at kpbs.org. Join us again tomorrow for the day's top stories. Plus, we hear about an SDSU graduate who developed technology that is at the center of a lawsuit with Apple. I'm Eric Anderson. Thanks for listening, and have a great Wednesday.
KPBS On Demand is supported by the Museum of Contemporary Art San Diego, offering visitors to the La Jolla campus special exhibitions, collection galleries, coastal vistas, seaside dining, and more. MCASD.org.